last time mm -hmm. on To the Basement, mm -hmm. uh, you and Ares elected to go talk to the Archmage. I yeah. presume that's what you guys would have wanted to do anyway, because everyone was kind of splitting up. Um, yeah. So when you left, uh, it was, uh, Celan was roaming somewhere within the Candle Keep compound. Uh, it had seemed um, that Drela was going to take some people and go see if they could find uh, Wyron to talk to uh, about some things that had gone on. Yeah. Um, so you and Ares had elected to go talk to Sylvira, the Archmage, uh, having returned from Baldur's Gate. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where we had kind of left off, was you guys heading that way. Uh, so is there anything you and Ares would like to talk about on your way over there? Um, um, did we end up finding the fucking puzzle box, or...? So, in, you know that you had found... The, so the puzzle box was the thing that uh, Drela garnered in exchange for... Um, Letting Cavill lead. That was one of the objects that you guys acquired. You guys got Gagson's soul, and you got the key to the warehouse where the puzzle box was located. Right, but I thought that random little box that flew around, was that not the puzzle box? That was, in fact, the puzzle box. Okay, so, so you guys did get it. That so was... Is it in my possession? Is it in your possession? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> is it in Eddie's possession? Did you ever have it in your possession? No. The last, the last time that I remember, it was... Um, it was when we first met Yakim, I believe it was. Yep. So you guys were returning with Yana to the Friendly Arm Inn. Yeah. Yana was remembering who she was. You guys met the Spectre, um, determined that she was of highborn in some capacity. Mm -hmm. uh, you, with the <laughs> somehow help of uh, Osadia, you guys managed to restore the sight of the Spectre and vanquish the thing that was yeah. uh, following him. And then he and Yana had left your presence. So Drayla had the puzzle box last. Drayla had the puzzle box there. Okay. That, I, I think I was asking at that session who had that puzzle box, I think, and then, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So this is kind of useless to go to Silvera's without a puzzle box? It potentially is useless to go to Silvera's without a puzzle box. However, <sighs> Yeah, well, we can still go and stuff and talk to her and yeah. see what has happened. Maybe she can see what my magical puzzle box is. Because you do have a box. I do have a box. You do have a box. <laughs> my own box. You have your own box that you told absolutely no one about. Pretty much, yeah. Well, by the way, Aries, hey, I got this box. What do you think it might be? <laughs> like on the way there, you're going to be like, you just pull it out of your pocket and start playing with it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I should. If somebody's watching. What if it's an important box? What if it is an important box? <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna I won't pull it out, but I'll just be like, maybe get his advice on it. Like, hey, I found this sure. magical box at the warehouse there. Um And he says that isn't the infernal puzzle box? No. It's oh. another box that I found. In a, in another box. In actually. another box. In another box. It's a box in a box. Box in a box. Like, uh, what does it look like? Um, well, it kind of looks like the Infernal Puzzle Box, but it's like blue shining light instead. Yeah, right? Yeah. Sure, yeah. It actually kind of resembles a, a Rubik's Cube, but uh, it would be a two-color Rubik's Cube where it has almost like a metallic surfaces, and then other surfaces appear to be like a gem of some sort, and when you move it around or shift it, that's when you see that blue light. 
So wait, okay. Oh, okay. That's not what I picture. It's a little, <laughs> little bit different than you're thinking. Just a little bit. Okay, so can I see like this gem inside? Is that what it's, it's not inside? Um, so think, think like a Rubik's cube. Yeah. And you have like different squares, yeah. and all of them move. Mm -hmm. So uh, it'd be easy if you're gonna take it out and play with it, then I can describe to you a little bit more of what it looks like and does. Sure, it looks like the series. <laughs> all right. Um, so make a investigation check. Seriously, I forget how to fucking play this game. Take your 20. Yeah, it's 20. And then add your modifier to it. Your investigation. Uh, 17. Alright, so taking the uh, puzzle box look-alike out, uh, you, it has a pretty good weight in your hand. Um, it's about six inches by six inches. It's a fairly large box. Um, each of the faces, so of the six sides that it has, um, each one seems to be a little bit different. So it seems to be comprised, the cube itself seems to be comprised of other cubes. Some of those cubes appear to be metallic, and some of them appear to be made of like a, like a jewel or crystal type uh, stone. Yeah. And that's where that little bit of blue light, uh, the way that it's configured right now, that's where that blue light seems to be coming from, is those okay. jewels. Uh, with the investigation of 17, you notice uh, on each of the jeweled faces, uh, there appears to be some sort of insignia. Okay. Um, and they're not really things you've ever seen before. Um, so the markings have no meaning to you. Each of the jeweled faces seems to have a different one on it. So if you were to say at a corner piece where you could see three sides of jeweled faces, each one has a different uh, like marking on each of the faces. Okay. So it's comprised of like three cubes by three cubes and then three cubes top. So pretty much I guess I'll have like a Rubik's Cube. It looks like a Rubik's Cube. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Is there anything you'd like to do with it? Um, well, I don't know. What do you think, Aries? Try to solve this right here in this square. <laughs> you put this hand out, see if he, if you're gonna let him take it. Do you, do you give it to him? Yeah. So he sort of examines it. He says, I don't know, our history with arcane objects seems checkered at best. Astra, yeah. he just sort of gives it back to you and he's like, if you wanna play with it, go ahead, but no thank you. <laughs> It's like I suggest we ask Silvira. She seems to have a thing about boxes. But do you think we can trust Silvira? Thinks on it for a second and he says she's really given us no reason not to. We're sort of the ones that have uh, maybe not held up our end of the bargain. Yeah. Or made things complicated. Yeah, speaking of, what should we do about that? <laughs> I think we should just tell her what happened. Which is what, that some someone in our group has possession of this puzzle box, but we don't know who? Yep. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. He just sort of laughs and he goes, if I had to put money on it, I would say it's Vital, like given everything else. Yep, that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna kill him. And uh, he says, I cannot see Drayla keeping such a thing. She has as much invested in this as 
we do. Yeah. And it just but uh, color my judgment a little bit off, possibly. Yeah. So if there is something I'm missing, sister, tell me. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird that she's not coming with us to Sylvia, given that she had given her like that magic book. You know what I mean? And so does she not want it back? Uh, so parting words from Brella were asked her to get my book back. Were they? Yeah, oh, they okay. were actually. <laughs> that was something I probably should have told you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. If there's something else that I was gonna ask her. been so freaking long. I know. I had to like do some serious think back to where we were at. That's what I should have done. All right, well. If you think of it, you think of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so you guys, without incident, cover the short distance between uh, the main library where you were and uh, the Archmage Chambers. Mm -hmm. And as you approach um, the door, which is notoriously impenetrable to everyone else, you see the, uh, the structure of the door become almost transparent-like uh, to allow you passage through. Um, so Aries kind of steps in as you guys had before, and I assume you're following? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you enter the Archmage Chambers and the sort of wall becomes solid behind you. And, uh, looking about, uh, make a perception check. Um, 16. Okay. All right. So... Entering the chamber, um, it is, as you remember it, however, it's better lit this time, so you can see a little bit more of the space. Uh, and it resembles a, um, a workshop, if a workshop is centered around like arcane sciences of sorts. Uh, so mixed in with all of the um, objects that she has there for uh, what appears to be measurements or um, different types of calculations, there's also these scrolls and papers pinned to the wall with these uh, sort of designs on them or sigils, uh, none of which really have any meaning to you. They might have been things you've seen in some of the places you visited, but not anything of particular note. Um, right. And on one of the shelves, there appears to be uh, three or four similarly sized boxes to the Infernal Puzzle Box, as well as the one that box that you have, but none of them look um, similar to your box at all. They look more in resemblance to the uh, puzzle box that you had seen. Um, one of them looks like it's made of bone. The other two look like they're made of a more uh, like substantial metal of some sort. Um, none of them have anything. They don't appear to be active in any way. There's no glow coming mm -hmm. from them. Uh, across the way, there is uh, what looks like a slightly like raised platform, um, and there appears to be a large circle inscribed on the floor. Uh, you would know it to be like a transmutation circle. Okay. Um, something that would be used for teleportation. Okay. Uh, so 
knowing that she is an archmage, this is something fairly common for her to be able to leave the chambers without using the door. Right. Um, so that sort of answers that question why no one ever sees her come mm. and go, mm. um, and how she's able to <clears throat> get around, basically. Mm. Um, in addition to that, there's a big like work table spread out in front of her. Um, and at this point, you sort of notice where she is, uh, and you see the familiar red tiefling with the slicked back horns that she has that come to like a little bit of a curve, dark eyes, and assisting her, uh, holding a piece of paper out, out in front of her with its little like claw-like hands is uh, a closet. Um, closet. <laughs> so you've probably never seen one before. They're a little like themed creature. Uh, and it sort of has a resemblance of like a large uh, lizard or bug um, with these sort of like almost alien looking eyes and little horns uh, and like a skeletal sort of frame to it um, okay. and it just sort of makes these like chirpy noises mm -hmm. um, and it cocks its head to one side to kind of like take you in uh, drawing her attention she sees you uh, come in and she greets you and she says well hello again hello Silvira and she says I trust your efforts were successful they were and they weren't. So we did manage to get the puzzle box. Um, however, it has been unfortunately misplaced um, with one of our members of the party, I suppose. And we're not really sure who has it because nobody's really fessing up to it. So we got it, but we don't have it. She nods, sort of understanding why. She's just. Ah, it's just this dynamics of groups, I understand. And she says, and yet you still come here. Yeah, we wanted to explain our situation. We apologize. And she says, and thinking that I may be able to help you in some way or offer guidance. I do not know the other members of your party. Hmm. Uh, Apparently some are not to be trusted. Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. Which, yeah. I don't know. Seems everyone has a little bit of a shady past that they're not really willing to talk about. She nods understandingly and just says, don't we all? Yeah. People are the fucking worst. <laughs> Humans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um... <clears throat> Like, but if um, you're willing, uh, we do have a question about another kind of a box. And she sets down her sort of drawing instrument and, and looks up and she says, another kind of box from the same place? Yeah. Yeah. She says, didn't you, is this in your possession? We do have it in our possession. I pick it out from whatever secret hiding spot. <laughs> Here, probably in my breast. And you see her sort of look at it uh, almost affectionately when you put it on the table. And she picks it up and she says, uh, You have no, no inkling as to what this is. No. And she says, This is a, and she says, Though it's not something of particular interest to me. And she says, This may be of particular interest to you. And, uh, and she sort of starts to move the pieces of it 
um, and they seem to be able to rotate around uh, like a central axis in each direction, so similar to what we're fixed to. Mm -hmm. And she starts reconfiguring the the pieces of it. Like what's inside of it before we <laughs> open this? She says, "Oh, there's there's nothing. It's not a, a box to be opened." She says, "It's a it's a device. It's a." And she says, "There's nothing on the inside." She says, "It's what it does that is what does it do? interesting." <laughs> and so she, you see her sort of like look at each of the sigils and line them up a little bit more. And uh, and when she's satisfied, she sort of turns the box like over and then she passes it to you and she says, put each of your fingers on the glowing uh, like sigils, like where the, the jewel portions are. Okay. So, and she says, now push. push in. So as you do that, uh, a projection of light comes out from the box uh, and make a make a street intelligence check on this. Oh, it's probably gonna be pretty low. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Uh, so the, the projection from the box, this beautiful light comes out uh, in sort of the same bluish color. Um, and it creates a swirling set of like lines and arcs and sigils uh, in sort of the, the air before you. You recognize it as arcane energy, but what it is, you don't know. Um, and it just sort of manifests uh, before you and the box sort of like, it's still in your hand, you can still move it, but it feels like it has a certain like weight to it. Am I the only one seeing this, or can everyone else see this? No, you, looking over at Ares, you can see that he also can see what's happened. And oh. it's, it's about seven feet high, seven feet wide. It's in a circle uh, pattern. Sort of like, you're going to touch it? Yeah. All right. Uh, and so but reaching out, uh, like it, it has sort of like a cool feeling to it. And uh, looking over at... Um, at Sylvia, she's like, ah, you may not wish to, to do that. Uh, are you starting to touch it? No. <laughs> I'm gonna pull back. I'm like, why? What's what is and, it? And she says, she sighs and she says, uh, she says, you know what? Go ahead. She says, it'll it'll be fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Aries, if I die. <laughs> All right. So you're gonna touch it. Yeah. So with that, uh, the room around you vanishes, uh, <laughs> and uh, you feel the familiar feeling that you felt uh, when you entered the portal at Cape Bering Keep, right. uh, and the um, yeah room around you disappears, and it is replaced with this like very soft light um, that looks similar to the place that you came from but everything seems sort of uh shadowy is the wrong word it seems as though you'd be like peering through mist so you can see aries now you can see the room as it comes into focus that you've just left um but everything has this sort of glow to it cool yeah. can i like move around and stuff like that so yeah. yeah so you take like a hesitant step forward and your footfalls make no sound Nice. Can I touch Aries? Yeah. Can so you, you feel it? You reach out and he has no reaction to your touch. Huh. 
Can I say something? Like, can I speak? You can do whatever you like. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so, <we're... laughs> so there's there's no answer. You can see her conversing uh, with Ares. Mm -hmm. uh, however, there is like, Ares looks unhappy with the situation, um, and Sylvira seems to be in the midst of explaining something. Uh, however, the noise is very distorted. Like it's very very difficult. Make a um, yeah, make an investigation check. See if you can discern what is being said. Fourteen. Okay, so bits and pieces of what they're saying. It seems to be very drawn out, um, as if you'd be listening to a conversation through water. Um, and she seems, the longer you concentrate on it, she seems to be explaining that you haven't gone anywhere at all in particular, uh, that you are still here, we just cannot see you. And he's asking if it means like invisibility. Mm. And she shakes her head no. Um, and then uh, you see her begin to cast. And then uh, the next thing you know, she is in the same sort of way that you are. She's standing next to you uh, in sort of a like a very light form. You can almost see through her. What, what is going on? What is this place? She sort of gestures to the the moving shapes that are the uh, room around you, and she says, "This is the ethereal plane." And she says, "You have a uh, plane shifting box in your hands." And she says, "The movement of each of the stones in a pattern yeah. tells you which plane you will shift to." Cool. And she says, "So you have a gateway." That's pretty fucking cool. How do I get back? <laughs> and she says, uh, you simply realign it to the material plane. She says, you shift back in the same way that you shifted here. You wouldn't have like a set of instructions for this thing. <laughs> and she sort of she sort of laughs and she says, it's as simple as knowing the outer planes. And, uh, and she says, I may have something that will help you. Yeah. And she says, do you, do you wish to return? Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll, yeah, mess around with this later, I suppose. And so she, she takes the box from you and she aligns it. She's two different movements and she points to one of the sigils on it and she says, this, this marks the material plane. This configuration marks okay. the material plane. If you ever get lost, you can come back to this one. It's and, so uh, fucking cool. And then she gives it back to you. Push the, the box. Yeah. So the same this time instead of being a blue light, you see a like a golden light manifest in front of you. Push it again. Yeah. And she goes with you this time. And, uh, you guys and in appearance to Aries, he seems rather alarmed as he was just by himself. Right. Uh, and then the two of you oh, show up. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, Aries, you will not believe what this thing is. And he's like. I might. <laughs> <laughs> we can go to whatever plane we want. This is so cool. And he looks at Sylvira, knowing a little bit about arcane magic that he does. He goes, Is there a downside? Great question. <laughs> and she says, Well, like anything, she says, the longer you spend on certain planes, uh, sometimes those planes, depending on what they are, can cause uh, detriment to you as a person. Hmm. She says, I'm 
sometimes you uh, take certain types of damage whether you know it or not and sometimes those planes exert a, a force over you where they try to keep you there hmm. and she's like so just be aware that you may wish to keep your stay short as you are from this plane and therefore right. need to remain on this plane most of the time hmm. can anything come out through this box just as as we can pass through i imagine other things can pass through as well So is it like not safe to carry this thing around? You're gonna have like a horde of fucking monsters coming out of it. And she says, "Oh no, no! If it's not active, okay, nothing. you control when it's active. Okay. However, something could potentially follow you through one okay. of the portals that you create." Just like just <laughs> looking around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you see her rifling through uh, a bunch of the papers that she has there, looking for something in particular, and uh, she comes up with. Um, she gives oh, yeah. it to you and you notice that all of the markings for the outer planes as well as the inner ones and i'll have to get to the ones for the inner planes um match the markings that are on your box and she shows you uh there's one particular uh jewel that has no markings on it at all yeah and she says this is the the home one so this one goes in the middle and she briefly shows you how to orient the box yeah. for each of the planes okay. so that you would be able to travel to them. Okay. And she says, this is uh, my specialty. I've seen many of these. And she says, uh, but be forewarned that in the outer planes, the farther from the material plane you get, the more harsh and different the planes are. And she says, and she points to some of them there. And she says, the chaotic and evil planes the negative planes she says they are very very difficult they are very difficult to even imagine what is there mm -hmm. and she says i caution you that if you go there you may find it difficult to uh even grasp what you're seeing enough to return to where you came from really? so just be warned have you ever been there and she says i've been to all of the planes it is my life's work to study these types of things where are we from we're from the nine hells right uh, or our blood curse or your bloodline yeah. is from is originally from the nine houses yeah. what's the homeland like <laughs> <laughs> shit don't go there <laughs> it's not a place to vacation yeah. <laughs> oh my god she says despite our heritage it is not as welcoming as one would want it to be noted and she says speaking of and she says what of your heritage where is it that you from uh we're from chult and she says most interesting that you found your way here and she says what of your your parents what uh um well um i don't really know anything about my mom but my dad which we so glare at Aries. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean i don't know our dad i guess sent off off to the Winter Green or whatever, Evergreen Academy. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> I like Winter Green Academy though. <laughs> to stay spicy, fresh. And we haven't seen him since, so I don't even know if he's alive or not. But that was many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. So. And uh, she sort of. She walks over to Aries and she sort of like puts her hand near him and she says, this cursed, correct? 
that was part of our agreement still with the with the curse yeah i had a question about that actually and she says i should like to know more about how this came to be yeah um well like you want the whole story or just like who cursed them and she says i sense a very strange type of magic at work here yeah and she says something very dark yeah it's from the prince of darkness and she sort of thinks for a second and she says when you say prince of darkness and she says do you mean Grazit. No. She says Draz, yes. And she says I did think I recognized this this particular signature. And she says, You have encountered him and survived. Well, I mean I guess you could call it that. And uh she says, What is what of this curse? What what does it do? Um, every day, Ares has to die in order so he can live again the next day. Hmm. And she, uh, she sort of comes up to you and she has like her hands sort of out near you and she says, you two have arcane power. Well, I once summoned a ghost dog that lasted about eight hours, I think, but that's my extent. And she says, you don't, you know nothing of this? No, not a lot. There wasn't enough time to actually have a conversation with people in our campaign. So. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. And she says, she says, would you indulge me? And she says, if you were to leave a bit of you here with me, I may be able to shed some light on what it is that your bloodline entitles you to. You mean a piece of us? She says, uh, she walks over and she gets like a very small vial and she appears to have like a, like, instrument of some sort that resembles like a scalpel. And she says, just a, a little bit of your, your blood, that's all. I don't know, isn't blood like super powerful in arcane magic or something? And she says, I, yes, it is. And she says, however, I can cast something similar to an identify spell and find out more if that's what you wish. Yeah, all right, fuck it, why not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so she takes your, your palm and slices a little bit and the blood in a vial and she goes to Aries and Aries is like <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so you guys leave a couple little vials blood there with her and uh and she says I will uh so I will pay some attention to that and see what I can come up with and she says arcane energy should be no mystery to the one that possesses it as you can tell that a lot of her work has very much been involved with that. Right. Um, and she says, uh, and she says, and I believe the other part of our agreement pertained to your friend 
thriller yep. with the book. That's right. And she says, yes. She says, I shall have to talk to her about that book in particular. Right. Um, and she says, and I would be happy to uphold our agreement if uh, you should find the puzzle box. <laughs> okay. Very well. That's fair. Um, yeah, okay. But again, how are we going to know if it actually works or not? Stickers have been lifted. And she says, let me worry about that, dear, not you. <laughs> kind of worried about it, though. <laughs> she says, you're afraid that if your brother dies, he will not return. That's right. And she says, do not worry. I have a fix for that. We shall test it out before you leave. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Hmm. Okay, well, I think that's it. That's all I can kind of remember for right now. Yeah. And she nods and she says, uh, there's a sudden, make a perception check. Fucking three. <coughs> oh, wait, no, time. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Your perception's a zero modifier? Uh, one. Plus oh, one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you see, um, she suddenly looks concerned, um, which you don't believe has anything to do with your conversation. Right. Uh, like she gets this, this look of worry on her face as if she's just heard something or sensed something that she didn't like. And, uh, and she sort of grabs like her cloak and she, she says something is Something is very amiss. What's wrong? And, she says, There's... and uh, with that, you hear um, a very loud, uh, like pounding on the door from outside of the uh, outside of the Archmage chamber there. And uh, Sylvia kind of walks quickly past you um, and allows entry to whoever is on the other side of the door. And you see. Make a investigation check. See if you can discern who this is. Take a look. Nineteen. Okay. Yes. Hang tight. Oh wait, I do have actually more questions for Silvera. If we do get a chance. All right. I'm gonna write them down. Okay. Uh, so, with a 19. Yeah. Uh, walking into the chamber, um, you see the dark skin and heavy cloak of uh, 
an individual and he appears to be about five and a half feet tall with uh, like straight white uh, hair and a white uh, beard that only occupies like the lower portion of his face. Um, you recognize immediately his skin tone to be similar to Drela's. Um, however, his uh, facial features are much more angular than hers mm. um, and has almost uh, Oh, almost like a narrow set uh, jaw and eyes and uh, is wearing like a very uh, ornate blue robe similar to all of the other individuals in Candlekeep um, with like a red sash uh, and is carrying with him like a very well-crafted sword which is one of the very first things that you notice um, and it is getting to be uh, around uh, 8 p.m. at this point in time. Okay. Um, and he seems very uh, anxious and is speaking in like quite hushed tones to uh, Sylvia. Okay, what's going on? What's wrong? And as he sees you sort of like type up and approach, he sort of like stands up a little bit and he looks at you and he says, are you another one that's with this assortment? that seems to plague us. Is that, are you, are you with them? Who? Who are you talking about? And he says, the two individuals who just uh, accosted me for a better use of words. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he says, the, this is the, the half orc and the human. Who is that? Is that Celia and, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's Celia. Mm. Of the town. Mm. Okay. Like, oh, um, I don't. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, well, we are, but like, what's going on? Why did they accost you? What did you do? This <laughs> <laughs> looks suddenly like taken aback, and uh, and it's just like, I simply wanted to question what they were doing, yeah. and he's like, and in some insane caper he's like they managed to uh and he looks almost like ashamed he's like they managed one of them dropped from the sky and knocked me out and then they tied me to a tree answering none of my questions uh and he says and upon he's like investigating the the library that apparently more of your group uh like destroyed and he's like i do not know what is going on here and he's like they have opened some sort of portal in a hidden chamber i knew nothing of and he just looks like exasperated like he's trying to understand what has happened and he's like and he's like silvera you need you need to get a handle on whatever they have created in there well, I just want to say first, uh, I apologize on behalf of my comrades, I guess. And he's like, finally, someone with some sense. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Uh, if you could just point me to the direction that they were heading off to, maybe I can go have a nice chat with them. And he's like, they have gone. They went through the portal. They went through the portal. Oh, so what's the problem then? <laughs> there's a, there's a portal. Uh, Wyron is missing. <laughs> oh. uh, it's like someone has broken a 
the window in the library. I was tied to a tree. He's like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> they can't, they cannot just vanish like that. Absolutely. Pour me to the portal. I'll go have a chat with them. <laughs> Come on, Aries. <laughs> Let's go sort out these fuckers. <laughs> and, and Sylvia's like, just hang on. Hang on. Uh, and she's like, they have opened a portal. She's like, this is, this is what I, she's like, I can sense the arcane energy from it. And she's like, I, and she looks at you and she's like, is there a magic user among them strong enough to do this? Um, I'm not sure. I don't really know the extent of their powers, to be quite honest. They never really ask. Maybe Drela, maybe Osadia. Oh, the little one? What's her name? Shit. <laughs> Aries, what's the little one's name? And he's just like, Lilith. Lilith, yes. <laughs> Lilith the little one, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's possible. It's definitely possible. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I have, I don't know. And then you see her um, think for a second, and she just says, uh, "She says thank you, uh, Renamar, for bringing this to my attention." She's like, "We will." Uh, she's like, "Where, where is this?" Yeah. And uh, and he says, "It's uh, it's in the the mid level of the library. There appears to be a room." that none of us uh, were aware of. Uh, it appears to be some sort of office or chamber of study, uh, possibly belonging to Warner. Oh. Uh, and he says, it, uh, well, he's like, it's, uh, it's known now to seemingly everyone but me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, as the master of defense, I would have liked to have known ah, something about this. Absolutely. And uh, he sort of eyes you guys. And says, well, I will take you there. And so uh, you, are you an Aries going to follow? Uh, yeah, I guess we probably fucking should. <laughs> and Sylvia is dressed as though she's accompanying you okay. at this point. Maybe like, I don't understand what the big issue is about this portal. Like, and is it because you guys don't know where it goes or? And Sylvia sort of under the hush tones, she says, it is something of a problem to have uh, an entryway into a place of vast knowledge such as this, uh, where yes, uh, none of us are aware. And she says, the thing of magic, she says, is if you, she sort of is trying to find the right words to describe this to you. And she says, magic exudes a signature, an aura. Mm -hmm. And she says, and oftentimes, particular beings will attune to this in an attempt to find a way through. Mm. And she says, there are things that we do not wish, depending on where that portal goes, right. we do not wish for them to find where we are. Mm -hmm. And she says, arcane energy is a, a dangerous thing. Yeah, then I don't know who would have done it on our part. And she says, and that is all the more concerning. Yeah, because if it was not one of you, who was it? Yeah, can you can you lock into like the signature and try to figure out who might open it? And she says, I if I am close to it, I may be able to discern what type of energy it is. Mm -hmm. She says, as for who did it, I I will not have any truly any idea. Uh, and she says, uh, very curious. Yeah, 
So make a perception check as you're leaving the Earth Rage quarters. Um, two. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you don't notice anything of any particular interest in the uh, exterior courtyard. Yeah. Um, but you see uh, Renamar ahead of you, sort of like pushing you guys at a pretty strong pace um, to get back into the library. Uh, you do notice on the third floor of the library that one of the windows is very obviously smashed. Yeah. Um, and you uh, make your way up. Uh, to the mid-level of the library, where uh, the familiar floor-to-ceiling bookcases all seem to be mostly intact, mm -hmm. with the exception of one large section, which seems to be uh, inward at a 45-degree angle. Um, it seems as though it should be a trap door of sorts, however, it seems to be stuck and it can't move mm -hmm. forward or back. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can see that there is a room beyond it. Oh. And in, now that it's become night, mm -hmm. you can see in the like dim candlelit uh, type of library, you can see that there is some sort of like glow emanating from it. Is that where your portal is, good sir? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. I thought like portals would randomly disclose by themselves if somebody had casted them, or no? They just they will after a certain amount of time. So Severus says, yes, eventually the arcane uh, force will dissipate yeah. uh, depending on the strength of, of what has created it. Gotcha. Uh, she says, depending on the way in which the portal is created as well. Right. And uh, she says, but we do not know how long this has been sustained here. Right. Right. Uh, she says, it could be minutes. It could be, and she looks at Renamar and she says, did you witness the, the conjuring of this? And mm -hmm. he says, uh, no, no, we just uh, stumbled across it. And he's like, and uh, the other two didn't just jump into it and I tried to stop them, but the the orc is pretty burly. Yeah. He's also an idiot. You see Renamar sort of like agree. Like, <laughs> um so you're in the main portion of the library. You can see past the door that there is something in the room, but you are unable to really visually see what else is in there. Right. Can I like uh, make a investigation check before you do anything? Okay. Ten. Okay. You do hear noise coming from in there. Okay. Uh, you're unsure. It sounds like movement of some sort. Is okay, but no, like talking. Or... No, there okay. doesn't. There's no discernible words. It just okay. seems to. It sounds like something being moved around. Huh. Can I like take out my sword and like use it as like a mirror and like kind of peer around like the edge? Ooh, I like that idea. Uh, yes, yes you can. So you're up next to the bookcase and you're, because the bookcase is in the doorway at a 45. Okay. Uh, so you have about this amount of space Yeah. Uh, to kind of like put your sword in. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the reflection, you can see that there is a figure in the room. Mm -hmm. uh, you are unsure who it is. They appear to be wearing uh, a cloak of sorts. Um, and uh, I'm trying to get like a better angle to see what else is in the room. Because you can see that the room is in utter disarray. Mm -hmm. And you can see the glowing uh, like light of what you can assume is the portal that's been opened. 
Um, and then you hear the voice uh, accost you and just says, who is there now? Uh, it's Astra, <laughs> who is there? And, <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear like, like the freeze and he goes, dear God, I cannot handle more of you. <laughs> uh, Buddy, why don't you just come out here for a second? He's we'll like, uh, he's like, please, please, I just want to put my office back together. I think you're gonna have to close the portal first, though. And he's like, if I had any idea how to do that, trust me, I would have. I have had more than enough of everything that has gone on today. And uh, you, can, you can hear <laughs> the footsteps approaching, uh, and just very like hesitantly you see the familiar face of Wyron uh, uh, look around the corner at you and he just goes can you please put the sword away I've been threatened with enough things today thank you very well put my sword away <laughs> um okay what the fuck happened <laughs> what is going on here um, in your secret office he's like this is my office it has been utterly ransacked. And are you looking into the office? Yeah, I'm just gonna like peer in. Or investigation check. Just like, you know, like subtly, so he's not- yeah, You're kind of like looking <laughs> past him and he just, he looks defeated. Like he doesn't even care at yeah. this point. Three. So I see nothing. <laughs> Three. Uh, no, you do see some things. So in the center of the room, you do see uh, the, dim arcane energy of what would have been uh, like an orb that controls a portal. Okay. Uh, you've seen quite a bit of this lately, um, so you're familiar with the, uh, and looking on the floor you can see that there is an array of uh, sigils that appear to be burned into the wood um, of the floor. They look as though they've been there for a very long time. Okay. Um, there's also the outline of what looks like would have been like a carpet or something covering it. Yeah. Um, and, but you can tell from the absolute like disarray of the room that the desk has been moved with like quite some force uh, against the door and that's what's inhibiting the opening of the door oh. uh, as if it was pushed there um, in order to reveal like the symbols that are on the floor and in each of the circles of the symbol there appears to be a uh, like a jeweled tablet not dissimilar to the sigils that are on your um, box that you've recently discovered what it does yeah. and each of these are placed in a pattern uh, around the floor and there appears to be um, stones mixed in with those as well like some sort of crystals and it seems to be organized in a very particular pattern um, and there seem the symbols on the floor seem to denote which thing goes where and it seems that all the pieces were put together in this uh, portal was created um, oh. and uh, Silvira kind of calls out to you and goes, what, what do you, what do you see, Astro? I kind of just explained to her, like, the, the pattern, I guess, like, on the floor and, like, crystals inside and mm -hmm. some burning on the desk there. I'm like, why don't you just come take a look? <laughs> You're so the master she, here. She sort of, like, like, moves past you a little bit and she goes, Wyron, uh, did, what of this? And Wyron just goes, I came back and I found it like this. Hmm. And, uh, and at this point, Renmar goes, you were missing, were you not? Yeah. And he goes, well, I, I knew where I was. 
and he sort of like hesitates and make a make an insight check. <laughs> Six. Uh, and so, yeah, Renamar, you can see by the look on his face, is not buying like that explanation of what had happened. Yeah. And he goes, you smell awfully damp. And uh, Wyron just sort of like looks down at his robes, which you do notice are like fairly tattered at this point. Yeah. And he looks like he's been wearing them for a couple of days. Right. And he says, uh, it is... It is a very long story, but this, and he points to his office, is, this had nothing to do with me. I came back to this, this mess. Mm. And looking further into the room, um, you can see that there is a table at the back uh, behind where the desk should have been. Yeah. Um, and there appears to be books missing from it mm. as uh, the dust is a perfect outline of where there would have been three separate uh, books that were laid open on mm. the desk. And they appear to be gone. Um, as well, a lot of the bookcases in the room have been like rifled through, mm -hmm. and the papers that Wyron appears to have been attempting to organize mostly in vain right. uh, have been picked up from uh, the floor and set in like very like unorganized stacks everywhere. Right. Um, and he just <sighs> sighs heavily and he says, "Much to my." <laughs> dismay we had a situation that i attempted to deal with myself and i became a victim of circumstance and i had a run-in with some of your friends and i suppose to say saved would be giving them a lot of credit but they contributed to my ability to deal with the situation, which is not to be worried about now. But this, this is a problem. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> sort of gestures to the room. And uh, looking into the room, you can see that Silvira is uh, taking, like she's just sort of walked a circle around the portal that has been created. Yeah. And uh, you just see her sort of uh, gingerly start towing the crystals out of the circle <laughs> yeah. to, and you can see the flickering of like the arcane energy mm, as it yeah. like dissipates as she dissembles the the circle it seems very like meticulously and purposefully and with like a little bit of like a wink of the light it goes it goes out and she's like huh that's better then and Warren's like yes no more no more portal thank god <laughs> Does Wyron have any like background in magic? I can't remember. You don't know much about Wyron. You know he's a keeper of okay. the tomes in the library. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Mm. So, like, why do you have this secret room that even the Master of Defense doesn't know about? Also, why do you, did you not know that there was like a portal fucking thing on your on the ground? How did you not know about any of this? This is your first time in this office? I don't understand. What the fuck is going on? He's like, this is my office. Mm -hmm. He's like, whether th this must have been here previous to me knowing about it. And he's like, I, I never had looked. Mm. He's like, I kept a rug and a desk and the desk was extremely heavy. So I just never reorganized. Mm. Oh, cause it was under the desk, right? Like initially? Okay, that's right, yeah. So make an investigation check to see if you can verify what 
Myron's story about the desk. 16. Okay. So looking at the desk, it doesn't look like anything overly remarkable. Um, however, looking at the far side, now that the portal has been dismantled, yeah. um, you can see that there are two, and they look like rods that come up from the floor, that are embedded in the floor, that look as though the desk would have been sitting on top of them. Oh, okay. Um, in order to keep the desk from being moved by anything but arcane means. I see. Okay. Like, so who opened the portal? And Myron's like, I have no idea. I came back and found my office completely destroyed and the giant portal in the middle of it. But you said two people, my friends, went through the portal. Oh. Uh, and he's like, uh, and he seems like very, very hesitant. And Renamar's like, I saw two of your friends go through the portal. Oh. And Myron's like, yes. And you can see Renamar kind of confused because he's like, you were not present for this. What do you, what do you mean, Wyron? Uh, yeah. And so you can kind of see him like hesitating. And he's like, well, I, I presume someone and your group seems to have an affinity for portals. So I assume that they went through it. What a curious thing to say. Why would you say that? Who has an affinity for portals? And you can see him hesitating. And he's just like, well, you have to admit all of your actions here have been very suspicious. Why do you say that? Hmm? I just wanted her to see an archmage and we brought her here to save your life. By the way, you're welcome. <laughs> and he's like, so you feel that I owe you? No, it was a joke. <laughs> it's just scratch off New York. <laughs> um, shit. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, Well, um, I'm like not, I, I don't know what's so suspicious about our actions. Candlekeep is a place of learning. We come here to learn about things and make a persuasion test. Yes. Sixteen, yeah. All right. And he says, uh, I believe there were things you wanted to learn. However, you have done much more here than learn. And he sort of like gestures to the room. Right, but that doesn't explain why you're still being dishonest with us. Hmm? Rosie knows. Yeah. Uh, he sort of seems quiet and seems to be thinking about something. Like, well, fine, if you don't want to tell us, don't tell us. I just need to know if my friends went through that portal or not. Did you see and, them, Ivory? And Renamar's like, I can tell you two of them definitively went through the portal. And then he looks to Wyron, and uh, you see him begin to draw the blade from his uh, scarab. And he just uh, he looks to Wyron, and he goes, I do not believe you are telling us the truth, nor do I believe that you are possibly you. Convince me otherwise. And you'll see him kind of pull the blade and, and brandish it at Wyron, who immediately like begins to recoil and is like concerned looking. Um, 
see, I, I was going to do that, but I'm like, oh, that's a little bit aggressive. <laughs> and, uh, and you see Warren put his hands up and he's like, okay, okay, no one, no one needs to get hurt. And he's like, be a little one. And he's like, but he's like, there was, there was a Kelpie. There has been a Kelpie for quite some time. I was attempting to deal with it. I became charmed by it. I believed it to be something that it was not. I attempted to help it. And you can see that he seems very uh, off-put by this. And, uh, and he's like, and uh, your little friend showed up and uh, he's like, though she leaves a lot to be desired, she did, in fact, break the Kelpie's charm, and then she killed it, and then I returned it. The hell's a Kelpie? He's like, the, the thing that's been eating people. And you can see Renamar just like the look of horror, and he's like, there was a creature here and you did not tell me about it the master of defense <laughs> you did not tell me about it and he's like, like did you not understand the part where i was charmed it was not my fault <laughs> that's fair i will give you that i guess and he's like anyway i came back to the portal the little one followed me and she may have gone through the, the portal also Where does the portal go to? It's like, I don't know. Can I look at like Severa and ask her like the same question? Maybe she has some kind of insight to it. Sure. Um, and she sort of, she hesitates and she says, with the arrangement of the stones, and she says it can go one of two places. She says it's not an outer plane. Uh, she says this particular uh, arrangement can go to the Feywild or it can go to Shadowfell. And, uh, she says, I have no way of knowing which they went through. Wasn't somebody looking to go to the Feywild? Wasn't that brought up somewhere? And Aries is like, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> what to do now. Um, okay, well, we're gonna, I guess, assume that three of our party members went through this portal. So it's Drela and Osadia that we're still looking for, I guess. Have you guys seen those people around? So when you when you mention the name Osadia, you see Warren like kind of take interest. And he's like, yes, that was the little one. Oh, that little one. Oh. Yeah, the, the red hair is very abrasive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's Osadia. That's, uh, she went through the portal. Oh, I see. What did you guys talk about? When? Before she went to, through the portal. Uh, and you see him, like, make a insight check. <laughs> Megan! <laughs> Four. 
Uh, you see him look sort of uncomfortable, but you're not entirely sure why. And he's like, uh, she just, she, she wanted to know where her friend went. But she went through the portal first, you said. Was she it? was the only one I saw go through the portal. Okay. So, did she go in first, or did Celan and Vital go in first? And Renamar says, I, when I was here, Wyron was not here. Okay. And that's when those two willingly, mind you, jumped into uh, the portal. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um... I don't know. <laughs> okay, very well. Um, yeah, I don't know where we open here. Somebody chime in, I'm carrying this fucking team. <laughs> it's hard, eh? It is hard, I don't know, yeah. And, um, uh, and so Sylvia kind of settles up beside you and she says, might I offer you some help. Here she is. And she says, you have some spellcasting ability, yes. You were able to uh, create the dog of sorts. Yeah, but I don't know how I did it. It just happened. And she says, that is, that is the way of a lot of magic. And she says, but perhaps, she says, if you are interested, uh, she says, I can teach you a way in which to find one of your friends. And she says, would that be of interest to you? And she sort of nods towards you and, and Aries. Yes. And she says, okay. And she says, it, it's far better for you to do it than me. And she says, I have very little knowledge of your friend. And she mm -hmm. says, and this particular spell requires a very uh, intimate knowledge of something that they carry. Uh, she says, is there something in particular you can like focus on that they have? The fucking puzzle box. Vital fucking has it. I'm gonna fucking slit his throat. It's the puzzle box. I'm gonna fucking find that thing. <laughs> yeah, actually, matter of fact, Sylvia, we do have an intimate knowledge. Yeah. And she says, okay. Um, and she says, the the more you know of the object and are familiar with the object, and she says, the easier it is uh, to perform like this spell. You will get a more accurate. Uh, more accurate reading um, and she says and this this spell and she says that I I'm going to teach you she says it it has different layers it has different um, and she sort of like pulls you into the room and she starts uh, on like the, the desk that's pushed against the door she starts uh, grabbing objects and just placing them on the desk and she says there's there's planes as we've established many mm -hmm. planes and she says, and this is fairly powerful magic. She says, so this this will probably be the only magic you can do in a day for now. Oh. And she says, but it will locate the object. And she says, but it will also tell you what plane it's on. And I think that may have been particular use for you. Yeah. And she says, so she says, you, she says, I will teach you a spell. She's like, I will teach you how to cast it. She's like, it is up to you to figure out how to focus your energy. And she says, but when you visualize it, when you see the spell take take hold, she says the aura in which it produces will tell you what plane it exists on. And okay. she says, and she says the 
This is the ethereal planes you saw manifests in a golden light. And she sees the Feywell manifests in a, like a purplish blue light. She sees the Shadowfell will be a greenish, uh, like uncomfortably dark glow. And she says, and, and so on and so forth of the other planes. She says, I can't see your friends having traveled as we established anywhere outside of that. She says, it's the Feywild or Shadowfell. Right. Assuming that you're looking for one of them that are there. Right. And she says, do you, do you got it so far? Yeah. And so Get up your land down. Okay. So she says, I will teach you the, uh, the version of this spell that allows you to cast it immediately. And she says, but she says, I will also give you uh, she says either later on, uh, she says when you return the puzzle box, the uh, the paper version of the spell, she says if you learn to inscribe it, and she says, and she kind of motions to the uh, the daggers that are on your, yeah. your uh, leg belt, and she says, which you seem to have some knowledge of, she says mm -hmm. if you learn to inscribe it, she says you can cast it at any time uh, a little bit easier than uh, using all of the arcane energy you have. And so she goes through a series of, uh, of motions uh, with you and gets you to replicate them. Um, and she says it's very important for you to find a word that means something to you with this spell. And, she says, and in order to cast it, she says you follow these. And she shows you all the motions again. And she mm -hmm. says, and then you need to find that word that means something to you. And she says, and at that point, she says, release your arcane energy. You will see... The object that you're looking Puzzle for. Puzzle <laughs> <laughs> So you take the time to learn the motions um, and make a intelligence check. Offer four. Okay, so it does take you some time to like get down the like motions and you're thinking long and hard about what you kind of want the word because it's all still kind of a foreign concept to you yeah um and so it, it takes you and silvera maybe half an hour to get kind of the, the basics down of it um and then what word would you like Puzzle box. <laughs> that is literally what you're going puzzle box. Wait, is this going to be the same thing every time I use it? Yes. Curses. You will have the ability to use this spell. Yeah, I'm going to stick with puzzle box. <laughs> it's always going to be yeah. puzzle box. It's just like a yeah. fuck you to the top. Yeah, every time. All right. Um, so when you finally feel like you have a grasp on it, um, you just uh, shout the word puzzle box and it sort of like takes everyone in the room just falls silent and Aries sort of just get, like laughs a little bit under his breath just at the feminine okay. hatred that you have and make an arcana check oh Ooh. <laughs> okay um all right <sighs> come on let's do a good first one oh, nice 19. uh so after yeah the just the voice uh, of the room sort of dead silences for you and uh, just ahead of you maybe um, 15 or so feet in the sort of uh, almost an overlay of the way you can see through the things that are around you you see this ethereal purplish blue glow um, manifest itself and yeah only about 15 yards away from you 
Um, so the purplish blue glow, you know, is by Sylvia's description, means it's on the Bay Wild plane. Yeah, that's um, right. But only 15 or so feet from, or yards from where you are. What? I don't get that. What? <laughs> It what survives like within our own realms? Is that what's going on? So it, it's in the Feywild. Yeah. So it's in a different plane of existence. Right. But it's only fifteen yards away from you, but in that plane. So the way. Oh, I the, see. Yeah, the understanding I... is that the planes are the same; they're just stacked on top of. Right. Them. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. The, the farther away it gets, the more different it is. But the Feywild and Shadowfell are. That's they are stacked on top of the material plane. Gotcha. Same with the ethereal, which is why when you went to the ethereal plane and saw it. You could see all of the same things, but cast in that very strange morphic glow. Right. Okay. I gotcha. Inner planes stack on top of each other. Outer planes are weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um. And Severus says, "Did you find what you were seeking?" Oh, I found it. <laughs> you're seeking Shadowfell. Yeah, they're in the Feywild. Not too far from here, actually. So I don't know if we want to like. I don't know. I don't know. I feel a little bit like uncomfortable speaking in front of these people. You're sort of throwing throwing glares at like Wyron and Rymar. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know, Aries. Do you want to take a quick trip <laughs> to the other fucking plane? <laughs> or... And he says, "Is that where our uh, compatriots are?" I believe so. At least one of them. So, but uh, what do you know about like the Feywild? Aries? Oh uh, no, Sylvia. And she says, uh, it is a plane of existence similar, most similar to our own. She says, however, it imbues a lot more arcane energy than here does. Uh, magic comes more easily to those who are able to uh, use it and manipulate it. And she says, however, it has its own dangers. The longer you stay in the Feywild, the less inclined you are to leave. And she says it is a uh she says remember with more magic comes more things that can use magic yeah um so like this um like item locate thing kind of thing or is it person locate or is it like an item locate it's uh find object Find it's the find object spell. The difference is, is yours has a tag with it that allows you to figure out what plane of existence it's on. Right. Okay. Which normally, like, gems doesn't have that. That's pretty fucking badass. I'm not gonna lie. However, you're only going to, so for um, actual mechanics type, yep. uh, you can only use it once per long rest. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, it's going to be considered a, a second level spell. Okay, I will brush up on my spells stuff. <laughs> it is only effective uh, up to a thousand feet, but it doesn't oh. matter what plane it's on. Oh, okay. As long as it's within a thousand feet of I the, understand. Okay. in the inner planes. The outer planes, it's going to get a little dicey. Right, okay. Um, but, oh, sorry, that was my question. Um, does it, like, stay there? Unless he like moves out of a thousand feet like away kind of thing, or is it just like the one time it's like boom, there it is. Uh, I think it lasts for about ten minutes. Okay. I think is what the other one is. I have to double check on that. But okay. I think you have ten. You have ten minutes of. Okay. Blowy object location. Okay. 
And if it moves, like, if he moves, it moves. Like, if the object moves, right. it will, as long as it's within a thousand right. foot radius. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah, we want to, I guess, yeah, we only have ten minutes, tops, or whatever the fuck, so. Anyways, can I just, like, talk to you for, like, a second here? Like, <laughs> he's, like, sure, and kind of backs out of the room into the general area of the library. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to, like, call it to Sylvia and be like, we're going to come see you later. Hopefully. Um, thank you for everything. And she's like, no problem. <laughs> Starts like cleaning up all of the, the tablets, examining them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right on. Um, yeah. So we're just gonna, I'm gonna take this box out or whatever and uh, go to the Feywild, whatever they're so gonna queue up the, <laughs> look at my instructions. <laughs> like, look at the instructions, looking at the box, and you're like, I think this is right. Yeah. Um, so make an arcana check. Alright. Five. Okay, so it takes you a little while uh, to get the like the motion of the box down and figure out how to like and you're double checking and triple checking to make sure you have everything aligned yeah. uh, appropriately. Um, and it does draw the interest of wiring quite a bit. And he's just kinda like, Hey, what are you uh like <laughs> what are you, what are you guys doing? <laughs> You see Renamar kind of like look, and he's like, "What? What is? What is this?" And he's like, "What? Are you? You're leaving? You're like, you're going to leave. You're going to leave. We're gonna be back." And he's like, "You can't. You can't leave too." And he's like, "We have like, we have so many questions and so many things to figure out." He's like, "I we'll, do not know what's going we'll on." We'll be back, I promise. Uh, so he's going to make a grab for the puzzle or for the um, motherfucker, the portal box. I will fuck you up. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. That's what D twenty though, right? Still D twenty, yeah. And then add your dexterity saving modifier. Oh, fuck you, buddy. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, All right. <laughs> So Renamar goes to, to grab at the uh, box and anticipating it coming with your uh, very skilled fighter reflexes, you just sort of like like out of his grip and like turn away and put him, like Aries in him, Aries between you and him. Hmm. And uh, are you, you've got the puzzle box aligned, what are you doing? Or the uh, not puzzle box, the pseudo puzzle box. The Astro's box. <laughs> Astro's box. It's Astro's box. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Since yeah. it doesn't really have a name. It, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I didn't like that. I'm going to ask you very kindly not to fucking do that again. We're going to have a problem. Yell from behind Aries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking Hey. Make an intimidation check. Fuck! <laughs> Four. That's okay. Like... Aries rolled a 19. So, uh, yeah. And, like, Renamar's stature next to uh, Aries is, is very much, like, dwarfed. And it's a feeling he's not familiar in having. Mm -hmm. uh, and he sort of, like, goes to pull his sword back out and then thinks better of it, looking at Aries's large blade and just the size of him. <laughs> and he's just like, what am I supposed to do? Just let you leave. Like the other two. And apparently the other one. And he's like, what if you, what if we, it's just a mess here. And someone has to answer for all of these unexplainable things. Right. Well, I can only answer questions 
with uh, anything that regards me and Aries. I don't know where the rest of my group had gone off to. We separated pretty much as soon as we got here. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. And he says, do, like, I, he says do I have your word? You will return. Yes, you have my word. Counselor. And he says, all right. So we do. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Aries. Right. So are you puzzle box or Astro's boxing? Yeah, Astro boxing. <laughs> Astro yes. Boxing. All right. So uh, place your fingers on the places that Silvera uh, had shown you. Yeah. Uh, you activate the box, and the bright purplish blue light uh, projects out in front of you, and you see the portal create itself. The sigils sort of moving in a clockwise direction. Uh, what do you want to do? Can I like look at Wyvern? He just seems a little. Yeah, bit... he seems like sketched the fuck out and is like, more portal. No, thank you. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, actually, I have no idea how to walk through this portal. Just airy both airy, like both yeah. of us have to touch it at the same time. I guess. Okay. Okay. Cool. Ready, ready, brother. Airy sort of nods and grips his. His sword. Big sigh. There you go. All right. So, uh, with that, the confines of the library disappear around you. Um, make a perception check. Twelve. Beautiful. You and Aries have the same perception. Uh, so, you guys step out uh, in the yeah, the confines of the library disappear. You find yourself in a very uh, different forest than you're used to seeing um, on the material plane. Uh, it is dark, um, but you guys have dark vision. Mm -hmm. um, so the shapes sort of uh, present themselves in front of you, and you see these overarching trees uh, with these huge limbs and boughs, and they're um, sort of containing this almost uh, like glow type energy to them and some of them have these uh like orbs of light hanging from them and you can see some of the low foliage has this uh bluish green light that illuminates the edges of it and you can feel like astra herself feels just the presence of the arcane energy that's that's in here so much stronger now than it was when you were in the material plane and you feel like almost you can feel it almost pressed against your skin like wet dew um just the feeling that was so hard to come by in the material plane for you to cast, feels as though it's just right at your fingertips here. Um, that inherited magic ability just ever like present. Um, Will that stay with me, you think, if I go back to the material plane? I guess we'll find out, yeah. <laughs> um, and looking around, uh, you can see you're in like the thicket amongst like the trees where you and, and Ares have landed. Um, however, to your left, you can see that there's a little bit of a clearing and it seems that the uh, grass has been all pushed down there, um, mm -hmm. as if several large animals have been laying there or trodden it down. Um, and ahead of you, like in the clearing, there's a, a little bit of a stream. Um, and you just take a moment to take in all of the strangeness that is this particular forest. And the colors are different from more vibrant than what even in dark than what you're used to yeah. on uh, the material plane 
and you feel pretty confident that you've arrived in the Feywild. Let me say that out loud. I'm pretty sure we're here. <laughs> and there is like wherever here is. Yeah. Do I still see that glow of like the puzzle box? Yep. You can see it. Uh, and it's from where the clearing is, it's maybe like it's still like 15 yards away from mm -hmm. you out into the clearing. Okay. I'm just gonna let Aries know that like, or let Aries know that we're headed for it. We're headed for that place kind of thing. I'm like, remember, we can't stay here long. But like before we depart, I'm gonna like, because I'm so slow at it, I'm just gonna start doing my Rubik's Cube. Back to the yeah. material plane? Just, just in case, you know? Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, with that, um, you guys leave the edge of the forest into the clearing. Yeah. Uh, make a investigation check. Okay. Or make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 13. Okay. So, in front of you, you can see three uh, separate figures, uh, two of which are laying closer together and appear to be sleeping, and a third that seems to be crawling through the grass. Hmm. Oh, okay. There may be, the one that's crawling through the grass appears to be about 20 feet in front of you, and the other two appear to be about 25-30 feet ahead of you. Is the one crawling like child-sized? It is child-sized. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna like slowly sneak up to them, like very stealthily. Like, wait, is the person or the whatever crawling away? Yeah, crawling oh. towards the figures that are there, away from you. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna slowly start making my way there. Kind of weird. Okay. Make a investigation check. <laughs> See if you can discern what's going on here. Uh, 10. Okay. Um, so you, <laughs> this is fairly obvious, uh, the individual is child-sized. You can see the uh, weirdly parted like red hair and uh, the plate mail as crawls through the grass towards the other two figures. Those two figures you're unsure, um, judging by their size, they look as though they may the individuals that you recognize, but you can't quite make out the way that they're facing who it is. Right. Um, but yes, you can see two figures and Osadia crawling through the grass towards them. Do, can I see where like the glow is coming from? Like which figure? You can. Which one? Uh, you can see the one wearing the cloak furthest from you. There is a glow. I'm gonna fucking kill him. From him. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill him, I swear to God. Um, and that's where we're gonna stop. Son of a- no! We can't! <laughs> I am stealing that fucking thing, Megan. I'm like stealth the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. You want to give it a go? You want to see if you can? Uh, I mean, well, I'd rather do it when, uh, like he's actually here because he needs to roll for, um, like I need to know what his passive perception is. I'm gonna fucking kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> Seriously. Fuck. Man. Okay. Very well. Ugh. 